Four years ago, almost to the day, I moved to Colombia. Four years ago, I decided to become a writer. Four years is how long it takes to get a college degree. Today, I'm graduating. This is Love Your Work, and I'm David Cadavy. It might seem strange that I didn't think of myself as a writer. By the time I set out on this mission, I had already written one best-selling book. But writing was still frightening to me. Every time I sat down to write, I felt a sense of agony and fear. I wanted to run away. Now that I've dedicated myself to writing for the past four years, I feel confident in calling myself a writer. Since it takes four years to get a degree in something, I declare today, January 9th, 2020, to be my graduation day. Something to ask yourself as you listen to this. What transformation have you made? What commitments and changes and sacrifices did you make to make that transformation? My quest to becoming a writer took some big commitments, changes, and sacrifices. But by making these changes, I was getting something I wanted. By moving to Colombia, I was doing two primary things. One, I was choosing a place where I knew I could build routines I wanted to build to do the things I wanted to do. I wanted to apply the things I had learned about how to be more productive in producing creative work. Second, really wrapped up in the idea of being able to build routines I wanted to build was a behavior-shaping constraint. By moving to Colombia, I was also moving myself far away from distractions. When I lived in Chicago, for example, I could easily fly across the country on a whim just because there was a neat conference going on or I got a speaking opportunity, usually not paying much, if at all, or even a friend was having a cocktail party in New York. But now I can't fly to any major U.S. city on a whim. From Medellin, I have to connect through Miami or Panama City. What might have been a two-hour journey now is usually seven at the least. Sometimes I even have to spend the night at a hotel in a connecting city to get to my destination. That extra friction means that if I want to go somewhere, I better have a damn good reason. Instead, I stay where I am and I write. Another thing I did to make myself a writer was I started wearing really ridiculous glasses. Friends made fun of me. Some people straight up told me that I looked ugly in the glasses, but I didn't care. It was what I was going for, honestly. I was using my manner of dress to influence my behavior. As I talked about on episode 172, I was changing my identity so that I could change my actions. Now that I've done the action a lot, my identity is solidified. I was very strict with how my habits and routines helped me write for the past four years. I made sure to not waste any time in beginning to write each day. I didn't eat breakfast. I didn't shower. I simply put on some comfortable clothes, meditated, then sat down to write. For the first few hours of each day, I made sure to face a blank wall, which I talked about on episode 46. I knew the morning was my most creative time, but it was also my least disciplined time. I needed 
to face a blank wall so I could be sure not to get distracted. My identity as a writer wasn't solidified. Each time I sat down to write, I wondered whether I would manage to write anything at all. Now, four years after I started this mission, I declare that I am a writer. I have graduated. I no longer wear the dorky glasses. I just threw them away, in fact. Much of the time, I even wear contacts. You'll never convince me, by the way, to voluntarily slice my eyes to fix my vision. Each morning, I no longer face the blank wall. I no longer put in earplugs. I know that I am a writer, so I know that I can write. And I'm not in a panic each morning trying to convince myself that I can write. After I meditate, I take a shower, put on some less comfortable clothes, and I go out in public to a cafe. Even with noise and people, and even though I'm groggy, my writing muscle is strong enough that I can write. Sometimes I do have trouble getting started, and I want to put in earplugs. But just as a challenge, I won't put them in, and I'll see if I can write even with all the conversations going on around me. It helps, by the way, that most of those conversations are in Spanish, which is not my native language. If I hear a conversation going on in English near me, it's much harder. Many things that I picked up while transforming myself into a writer, I still do. I still try to choose a tool that will reduce distraction. Right now, my favorite writing tool is an iPad with an external keyboard, one that actually plugs in. I still manage my work according to mental states. I still don't eat breakfast, but I simply have more comfort and confidence in my ability to write. I know that I wrote yesterday. I know that I wrote every day for a thousand days before that. I know I can write today. This isn't the first time, by the way, that I've created a self-education program for myself. Way back on episode 52, you heard me talk about my $40,000 DIY MBA. When I got fired from my job, I considered going to business school. Then I thought to myself, would I rather spend a bunch of money to earn a degree or would I rather spend a bunch of money to build a business? I could learn in the process of building that business, I figured. I decided to cash out a good portion of my retirement portfolio, $40,000, and give myself the freedom to teach myself. That $40,000 bought me a year of exploration. By the time that year was over, I could support myself with my business. And that business continues to teach me new things. In fact, I often refer to my own business as a personal PhD program. I may not be expanding the bounds of all human knowledge, but I am expanding the bounds of my own knowledge. It's like a PhD in my own curiosity. So I declare that today, January 9th, 2020, is my graduation day. I may have written a lot before, but from today on, I am officially a writer. Now here's something worth asking yourself. What skills have you picked up? What transformations have you made without acknowledging them? In this world, we have fewer and fewer rites of passage. We have fewer ceremonies. We have fewer opportunities to reflect upon what we've achieved, to throw away or burn our old shoes and step into our new shoes. It's a powerful thing to do. As we go into this new year, take some time to reflect. What were you once afraid of that you are no longer afraid of? What did you once do as an amateur that you now do as a pro? 
What's your graduation day? I'd love to hear about it. I'm at Cadvy on Twitter. How do you feel on Monday morning? Are you geared up and excited about the week ahead or are you struggling to get started? Either way, how would you like to start off your week with a dose of inspiration? I've collected more than 15,000 highlights studying the lives of history's greatest creators and each Monday in my Love Mondays newsletter, I share the very best nuggets of wisdom I've found. Sign up at kdv.co slash Mondays. That's kdv.co slash Mondays. At the core of being able to love your work is one question. Where does the money come from? Does the work you do make humanity better? Do the products you use help you grow as a person? That's why supporting Love Your Work on Patreon is good for all of us. I can focus on making a great show so you can become a better human. It's an honest exchange, value for value. This show costs hundreds of dollars a month to produce and bring to your ears. I invest my time and creative energy in making it, so I can't keep this show going without your support. Please support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash Think of it like a coffee meeting. Is this show worth buying me a coffee a month? Head to patreon.com slash to join. You'll get perks such as early access to ad-free content, masterclasses, or office hours directly with me. That's patreon.com slash Or Overcast users, just tap on the dollar sign. Love Your Work is brought to you in part by our top Patreon supporters, such as Jeffrey Mason. The theme music for Love Your Work is at sea by Dorena from the album About Everything and More by arrangement with Deep Elm Records at deepelm.com. Love Your Work is a production of Cadavy, Inc. Inc.